Hey, look, it's live. Hey, how you doing? This is Australian Transformers Weekly. This week, Hasbro has sprung some cyber surprises on all of us. Titan-class Predaking has gone up for pre-order locally, making headlines worldwide, which I'm sure was kind of the point. And uh, if you're collecting third-party legend-scale uh, robots, then um, you're probably in for a treat. Let's find out more after this. Australian Transformers Weekly. We are your first stop and your last best hope for Transformers news in Australia. This is episode 142. We are recording live on February 16th, 2018. Joining me tonight, we have Max coming to us all the way from the city powered by Tesla over in Adelaide, South Australia. How are you doing? I'm doing very well, thank you, Jason. How are you? I'm good. You haven't lost power this week. Uh, apparently we did. Uh, Brad posting on Facebook about it. Uh, that is the, that's the only reason I know about it as well. <laughs> it's Jenny. Oh. I managed to avoid it. Excellent, Sorry, excellent. Was... The other voice you hear is, of course, Brad Mull coming to us from his uh, undisclosed location in his kid's room in his uh, secret underground bunker somewhere in somewhere in Barnawatha in Victoria. <laughs> It's not very, it's not, it's not very secret anymore. And he's also sitting in front of a backdrop that does not feature Transformers. No, no. Welcome to Lego Land. Um, yeah, I realised tonight that post I was talking about was actually WA and not South Australia. So I didn't see any notifications. It's, 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 it's fine. They're both the same thing. It's just like it's just west, right? I just threw the power cable over to Nullarbor to help Earth out. <laughs> oh. Big week, big week. Toy fairs this weekend. We uh, decided to go with the Friday night instead of delaying because uh, we got a bumper crop of news stories. So, yes, we've already we've ended up with a lot of uh, a lot of news without waiting for toy fair news to come along. Although Hasbro did surprise us a little bit with uh, some Transformers reveals. Was it this morning? Yes, mm, it, was, it, was, it, wasn't, it wasn't yesterday morning. It was this morning. Um, it's already been posted about 15 times by different people in the discussion group because people don't scroll down and see what people have already posted. But that's fine. I'm not upset by it at all. Well done, Hasbro, because we've seen nothing out of London Toy Fair. We've seen nothing out of Nuremberg, and now they've got these releases they're showing us now. So, Yeah, yeah. It's all, it's all gone Hasbro's way. Everything's coming up Hasbro today. Um <laughs> Before we, before we do get into the news, 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 shall we take a look at some, uh, well, let's take a look at a bot shot. There we go. This is the winner of this week's weekly competition, bot shots. We encourage people to take bots out from behind their, uh, behind their glass or wooden or not even a door, but take them off your shelf and stick them out in the real world and photograph them just like Ben Keenan did. And he is the winner of this week's Bot Shots competition. So my eye was uh, drawn to this, uh, drawn to the, the front window of Ben's van where I thought I could spot the vague form of a bumblebee around here. And I completely missed the fact that Gears is parked on the ground <laughs> next, to, next to Ben's van. Now that I see this in a bigger image... Uh, the driver's door is open, and I'm pretty sure what you thought was Bumblebee was some flowers 
behind that staircase to the far <laughs> distance. <laughs> uh, yes, very possible. In fact, yeah, I hadn't I hadn't even noticed that. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so yeah, um, I've 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 done a good job interpreting that image this week. But <laughs> congratulations, Ben. And I don't believe it was a close race this week either, was it? No, no, another runaway. Another, so. run, another runaway win. We yep. have one more competition for February, and then we'll be announcing the monthly the monthly winner. Will be a random draw out of, uh, in fact, Michael Vella, Ben Keenan, and um, Mark Mark Vender. Um, yeah, they're they're all the they're all the winners so far this month. So if you want to be in it, think up something to do with your bots next Wednesday, or take a photo beforehand and then hold it for next Wednesday. <laughs> but um, see what see what you do. Yeah, I'll have to uh, check on Mark's location, but it's definitely a New South Wales heavy contingent this month. So <laughs> yeah, really, other states. Really. Get creative. It really does seem to be, doesn't it? Yeah. 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 We're going to move swiftly on and get to the news. Straight into news. Hasbro news. That will take us into some news. What news comes from by yonder? All right. Let's, uh, let, let, let's head to the news. There is some exciting news because there's new toys uh, and we like talking about toys possibly more than we um, should and digging into them and overanalyzing them. But uh, Hasbro's Cyberverse 2018 toy line for their upcoming animated series has been revealed today. Um, Hasbro appeared to appeared to give Gizmodo, or not Gizmodo themselves, but io9, the uh, exclusive first look at these, at these pictures because they've all been copied off uh, off that website and mirrored around by all the Transformers news sites. So thanks a bunch, Hasbro. But the official press images uh, did come out. We're going to have a look at them as well. So starting with the big bots, right? We've got um, these other big bots, right? Yes, the ultimate class Optimus Prime and Megatron. Now, these bots, are, these are the, actually, I'm not sure these are the uh, the big ones. So um where 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 are we looking? You know, you know, I'm, I am actually going to go to the um the the press photos. Yeah, so uh, there's there is Ultimate Class Megatron, Ultimate Class Optimus Prime. I think they are the big ones, and the Ultra ones are the slightly smaller, the sort of look deluxe. Yeah. So Hasbro has made a big thing in the uh, press release announcing Cyberverse that these bots look very familiar in their uh, bot modes. They look very much like their G1 counterparts, but their alt modes probably look a little bit different, maybe a little bit more modern and updated. That is definitely the case with Optimus Prime and Megatron. Now, you can definitely see some G1 similarities in his bot mode. I've we, We've been saying for some time that you can really... You can really see a, a house design uh, form for Combiner Wars, Titans Return, and Power of the Primes, and I, I think you can sort of see that you can sort of see those lines continuing into here. But they've they've updated them. Um, they've, they've sort of refreshed their house design style, and so there's a, a slightly more dynamic posability and uh, some you know some different some different lines and angles on these figures while still maintaining their very G1 aesthetic and look. So, guys, what do you what do you think of the the new Prime and Megatron? That Megatron, I get a real animated vibe from. I don't know what it is. I think it's the I tall. Like... I think it's the tall face. Yeah, yeah. Maybe the circles on his cod piece as well. It's just 
Um, he's got his big gun. Tank mode's a little bit less to be desired, but um, I don't mind the bot in general. Prime sort of does the same thing of what a lot of primes have done lately, and just the legs fold up or lay down at the back. So I, I think they, I think they've actually kept much of the G1 transformation for Prime as well. Yeah, yeah. Uh, clear, clear windows. I posted in the group about clear windows this week, and it appears I'm in the uh, minority on that, so I won't go any further into that. It's, it's just a little bit different. We've seen a bit of a different design too with the Combiner Wars Prime, even the uh, the, well, the repaint into Octane and the uh, G2 Prime. But uh, here we got another looking. Another prime sort of design, the cab over truck as well. Yeah, the so let, let's uh, so we have lost Max at the moment. He is uh, trying to reboot his uh, reboot his internet and uh, and come back. So let's have a look at his vehicle mode. Right um, now, you can see that the the windows on the chest are so there's a divide right about sort of two thirds of the way up the windows, and uh, it looks to me like the rest of the roof and those windows slide onto the back. For this figure, so um, it, I think it gives the, I think it gives the bot a slightly more mature look, but it gives the alt mode um, a very interesting look. Where there's just these huge front windows now. Yeah, the that whole roof looks like the backpack with the windows at the top. But if that's just one piece as his backpack, I don't really mind. It doesn't hang down lower than his hips. I'm a little, I'm a little bit disappointed to see that the. Um, the front headlights have seemed to sit in front of his fists as well. Those lower arms do look pretty simplistic. <laughs> Even yeah, if they could I, fold or something. I do I do kind of feel like the, the entire line does look like it might be an attempt to sort of simplify the whole um, transformation process and the appeal of the line to, um, I guess, older and younger fans alike. Well, so they're we, straight-up legends... We, we've been assuming that this line is really aimed at younger at younger collectors and it's going to sort of take the place of uh, RID. But it might just be the it might be the main line from here on out, right? Hmm. Yeah, aside from movie or um, not movie series, what do we call it? I don't know, the movie studio series. We've studio got, series, we've got a, sorry. We've yeah. got a story coming up about that uh, yeah. shortly as well. Let's keep, let's keep going, shall we? Um, yeah. We've got the the really small guy, so it's it's keeping to a very uh, it's keeping to a very core G one cast, right? So we've got uh, we've got Bumblebee. Bumblebee is going to be the main focus of the line, as he is the main focus of the cartoon. Uh, Starscream, Grimlock, and uh, Shockwave. We've seen in other photos as well. So the Scout class figures are going to be the smaller the um, the smaller figures. I think these guys take on the um, the Legends mantle and. I, I I quite I quite like the design of them for small bots. I mean, there's a lot of us have been a lot of us have been getting very used to uh, very used to small bots with a lot of the third party figures over the last uh, over the last few years. They seem to be going incredibly well, increasingly small. But um, we've also got uh, we've also got ourselves a fairly good line in uh, in Legends figures, and a lot of us have quite enjoyed the Legends scale figures from Hasbro. From Hasbro, there goes rewind. <laughs> I'm free. He was, so, he, was, he was so small, I dropped him. But a lot of us have really enjoyed these smaller scale figures. So mm. if they're gonna if they're gonna continue if they're gonna continue to put out quality figures at that size and that price point, um, they'll be quite welcome. Yeah. Yep. Agreed. 
So um, it, it also does look here that uh, Hasbro is sending a slight fuck you to Harmony Gold with the um, Gerwalk Starscream there. Oh, not just with Starscream. Grimlock's got a Gerwalk mode as well. <laughs> it, um... uh, yeah, yeah, actually, it's, it, it's kind of funny. Like they, These figures are not entirely transformed into an alt mode, are they? It's and like it they've got a quick action battler mode or no, something. No, I, I think they do. Uh, but also, it does look like Starscream is desperately trying to fly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, fly, 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 fly. Flapping these wings um, as fast as he can, but he just can't get any altitude. We might put we might put the uh, put the screen share back onto the uh, back onto the figures instead of me now that I've done my flying thing. Not bad. And <laughs> we go. <laughs> um, I love I love the rocket the rocket pods on Grimlock. I think the the deluxe or the warrior figures got it as well. Just beefing that bot up a bit, adding to that yeah. G1 design a little bit and making it a little bit newer. Yeah, yeah. There's a there's a very G1-esque look to um, Grimlock more than any of the others, I think. Mm. Starscream, Starscream's got some G1 colours but tends to look more like some of the more recent Starscream designs. And Bumblebee looks like um, looks like the, the sort of more recent design for Bumblebee that we've seen the so-called evergreen uh, layout. Now... I really I, like. I really do hope that when these figures transform, they actually do finish transforming instead of uh, instead <laughs> of just going into half a mode because they might just call them formers instead of transformers. If that's the case, uh, let's get past those uh, ultimate classes. So there's the ultra class. There's the ultra class Bumblebee here. Now this guy looks like he's one heck of a shell former, and mm. if I'm honest, he he. It looks like he rem, he reminds me of the the huge RID versions of, uh, of Bumblebee and some of the other figures that we saw where it's really just a, a big chunk of plastic stuck to the bottom of a car design. Yeah, um, yeah it just folds up on itself. Or yeah, I, I, I think it does. Um, yeah. I'm, try, I'm trying to figure out I'm trying to figure out whether we're looking at the front or the back there. I think I think we're looking at the back bonnet up near the... I don't know. I don't know. I just... I, I, I can't quite tell. Oh, wait, no, I think I think that's actually the uh, windscreen behind him at uh, at waist level. Uh, and, I reckon yeah. that chest's fake. It's a fake chest. Yeah, it's just too much yeah. on top of the car for that to be. Welcome back, Max. Max, sorry, there's people doing gas work outside, and I think they cut the cable. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Set it up using Bigger. my uh, phone data. Look, if there if there are people who are going to cut a cable, it's probably good that they've uh, cut the internet and not the gas line. <laughs> yeah, I'd, I'd say it's maybe for the best. <laughs> yeah. So, like in terms of transformation, what I think we're looking at here is like his his legs are going to swing around. Um, or actually, they're probably not going to swing around at all because the wheels are in the bottom there. Yeah. Um, so you can see the rear spoiler hanging down below him, right, right at the uh, base, and then you can see the front of the car on his shoulders. So that, I think that's where everything's going to end up. Uh, it is a bit of a shell former, but if you do like your bumblebee, then you can get a nice big bumblebee. Yeah, I get the feeling with these guys, you know, the ultra scout uh, warrior, etc. It's not really a gauge of actual engineering level, but more of just the size of a figure because this guy looks very basic. I agree. Yeah. All right. Let's move on. There. Uh, we also have an ultra class Grimlock. Now, in terms in terms of size and versus complexity, ultra class Grimlock does seem to be far more involved for his transformation than ultra class Bumblebee, doesn't he? Hmm. Yeah. I mean, I suppose just by virtue of the actual design, it's going to be. But yeah, because it's 
it looks like the legs do compress up a bit at least. Yeah, sort of the outer panels will, yeah, yeah, I guess the lower bits will sort of form outer panels of the upper tail. I think it's a standard, but, you know, it's at least a bit more complex than what we've been usually seeing of these style of figures. Now, Brad, you said earlier that uh, Megatron gave you a very big uh, animation vibe. Looking at, so, so looking at this, right, overall, this is, this is a very basic looking figure, right? But it really looks to me like they've really gone to town on the head. Mm. Like he's got, he's got quite a lot of detail in the head. And even like his head looks really angry. It almost looks like the IDW head. It really does. Like, but like mm. it looks like a comic book head because he's got this slight overscale eyes on it. And I'm, I'm, I'm actually, I'm quite a big fan of that. Look, if you compare it to the others, like Bumblebee's sort of, is, his Bumblebee's face is just sort of, um, yeah, it's just a, a bot face, although he does have quite large eyes as well. Prime, I think. It's a bit elongated. Yeah, yeah. Prime and Megatron, their faces are both both a bit elongated. Um, and yeah, we de we definitely did see sort of a, an animated um, an animated proportion in Megatron's there. But man, Grimlock's Grimlock's face looks fantastic. Yeah, it's just uh, a bit gone to town with the detailing within. Yeah, I I can't I can't wait to be disappointed by this figure in in hand. <laughs> <laughs> well, chances are it won't cost you that much for your disappointment. Oh, I think I reckon these uh, I reckon these ultra figures are going to come in at about forty forty five dollars. So oh, they right. I reckon they I reckon they're intended to be sized closer to closer to a Voyager. Mm -hmm. um, I mean, hopefully they'll at least be you know good solid build quality. In that case, I mean, we can hope. I hope so. I, I feel like they're going to be a little bit bigger than a deluxe. Now, uh, one more ultra class figure here. We do have ultra class Starscream. Now, um, again, he's he's got. He's got sort of the the, the bot style look and detailing of some of the more more recent figures, and I see a lot of RID Starscream in this figure. Yeah, yeah, especially yeah. from the shoulder pads and the chest. Yeah, and he he's got he's got very big feet, which um, people won't be familiar or won't be very happy about from Power of the Primes. But he's also got these. Uh, this is a this is very different for Starscream. These massive shoulder cannons as well. Yeah, it's like what if we instead of having null rays, we put. He took seven null rays and put them in a tube. They better fire. <laughs> Surely they've got to fire out, haven't they? God, I hope so. Maybe it's a Cybertron scatter shot type of deal. That could be uh, could have a really nice sort of appeal to it for uh, parents and kids. You know, fly off shelves if that is the case. But worry about health and safety stuff. Maybe. Yeah. maybe. So looking at looking at this picture now, being aware that like we're looking at essentially a, a marketing render. Now, I don't see I don't see the the legs on this figure swiveling outwards. I'm not sure that I not sure that I really saw it on any of these other ultra class figures as well. Like, I don't see them having a, a rotator. Um, but but stuff like they seem to be missing your know, elbows and knees on a lot of figures as well. Like the well, so articulation I, I, setup doesn't yeah, seem I, to be universal at all. I, I do see I do see elbows and like I do see shoulders on most of these guys but uh yeah it's i'm not sure whether or not those not sure whether they'll swivel outwards or if they're just straight up you know just going to move up and down which would be um would be consistent with the other cyberverse line that we've had over the um over the uh, last couple of years the extremely simplified transformers that uh 
Hasbro was looking to bring into Australia. I'm not sure if they actually did, but uh, yeah. And I guess the deal with those was the possibility was it was like I guess with Titans Return they have a very standard articulation suite. But, yeah, it's um, like it's like they're all sort of built off a similar skeleton, right? Yeah, but in these guys, it's just whatever they can factor into it, they do. And if they're not going to be able to make something move, then they don't bother. Seems on par with G1. (laughs) Pretty much. Very possibly. Uh, Let's move on there. So we've got a Warrior class bumblebee now. In RID, Warrior class is essentially the deluxe, uh, the deluxe size. So perhaps Warrior class here is going to take over that line. It certainly, it certainly looks similar to those um, those bot designs. So um, Warrior can I troll? class, yeah, go on. Can I troll for a minute? Does that look as complicated as Masterpiece Sunstreaker and those elbows and arms and shoulders? Not really. Okay, <laughs> those are wheels hanging off the back of his uh, back of his shoulders. Yeah, just the shoulders don't even look like they're tabbed in. Just there's something wrong going on there. Yeah, maybe. I'd say what's gone wrong is a complete absence of a budget. <laughs> and just been told make the cheapest figures possible. This st- still does technically look better than the uh, ultra class one because there's knees. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. And it, despite all the stuff hanging off of this, this somehow has less kibble. Yeah, his left arm looks quite a mess. The the right arm, you can at least see a, a you know a, a fist and stuff on it. Not not huge fans of uh, not huge fans of either of them. But uh, this is this is what we can uh, expect in the next yeah. little while. Now, it it actually looks to me like if you if you look at his vehicle mode here, there's sort of a, there's a hinge at the front. So I wonder if this might flip up to reveal some weaponry. Or it's just part of the transformation process. Looking at where that wheel is, it looks like a panel folds around over it. Yeah, if you look on the uh, like the wheel well on the right arm, you can see that same hinge mm. just below the wheel. Yeah, yeah, that look that does look correct. Now the other thing that I, the other thing I I'd like I feel I should say before we do completely dump on the figure, I really I do like the lines on his mm. alt mode like. Um, he's, there's a really there's a really good flow from the back of the car up to the front. Yeah, yeah. It's sort of it's got this really chunky look to it, but it's also got a lot of smooth lines. It strikes a nice balance. Yeah, I think too. Looking back, we uh, we weren't too positive on the RD figures, the first ones we've seen either. That's but true. Since the cartoon yeah. come out, we sort of fell in love with characters and must <laughs> have them all. That's <laughs> what normally happens. So. Yeah, we'll see what happens when the, this cartoon comes out. But um, indeed, hmm. yeah. Uh, let's move on. There is also a uh, warrior class Optimus Prime figure as well. Now, um, this looks kind of like he's. Um, this looks kind of like the, it's just actually a smaller version of the uh, bigger bot, really, in terms of transformation. Mm. Yeah, I mean, yeah. His, oh, I, I think it, I think his alt mode looks slightly more G one than um, than the the uh, uh, ultimate class version, but yeah, yeah, he's does, at least in terms of the amount of engineering on him, it's very similar. Does anyone have the Cabonawars Prime Voyager? Uh, I can't recall I if they even painted the windscreen wipers on that. Um, if you if you jump over to my camera, no. there's actually no windscreen wipers on him. Yeah, I was going to say, just look at that. <laughs> So yeah, um, mm. I don't know, but yeah, that's, right. that's a poor example. <laughs> <laughs> <Yep. All right. laughs> 
Well, so so you can see, you can sort of see where they might have been able to make this into a windscreen wiper. So yeah. let's let's say they were painted on. All right. He just happens. But there's some nice him. for a, even there's some nice detail on here. Yeah, um, look. Yeah. End of the day, these are basic figures aimed at getting a G1 designs the kids. You know, so there's nothing too much to complain about. Yep. Um. But yet, complain I shall just for a second longer. I still don't like the headlights being at the front in front of the fists. But also, these do well, seem to have like molded fists right in there as well. So yeah, yeah, and that was a, that Leo, that ultimate class figure having what appeared to be legends designed or engineered hands and arms. Do you, do you think there's a chance that these might be trying to hit a slightly lower price point? Uh, if they I should hope so. I'll be more interested. <laughs> well, it, yeah. it could go either way, really, because we we assumed that stuff like the RAD Warriors would be at a lower price point because they seem to be a bit more basic than the Generations Deluxes. But then those actually are, are costing more. But these these look even more basic than an RAD Warrior. Yes. Yeah, so I guess we'll find out. Look, and end of the day, it's figures that most of the people listening to this podcast probably won't end up picking up. Maybe, hmm. maybe not. Uh, I think the interesting thing also looking at these legs here is that the uh, the left leg is uh, more solid and the right leg seems to have a um, hole in it. Hmm. Yeah, I think that's just the way they've applied the uh, paint on the digital model because if you go back to Bumblebee, the uh, colours differed between each side of the um, front grille. You see, like, yeah, but just that's, down that's, the bottom below the vent. That's, that's lighting. Now, there's, uh, like, there's, like, a black paint app on the left side of the car that's absent on yeah. the right one. Yeah. So they've just forgotten that's to fill what... it in. I'm not, I, don't, I don't quite see where you... At the very bottom of the grille. At the very bottom of the grille on the alt mode. So, yeah, you've got yellow on the side. yeah. yeah. It's like there's yeah, someone didn't hit copy and paste on some parts of the figures <laughs> in these CADs. <laughs> yeah, possibly. Yeah, yeah. Maybe there are some. Maybe there are some lines missing. We'll we'll find out. What yeah. is next? Now this guy's interesting. I, I'm. I got to say, I quite like this one. So uh, we do we do see the return of Shockwave into the line, and uh, he appears to form what people are calling a crab tank. What better way to make him a moat than give him a frowny eye? <laughs> yeah, he does look angry, doesn't he? <laughs> yeah. This might be the like, best shockwave we've had since the Legends one from a couple of years ago. I, like, that, I think it might be the only shockwave. Yeah, that's what going We had a very good uh, Transformers Prime rendition of him as well. Oh, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Fall of Cybertron, also popular. Yep. Also, Masterpiece. I'm, I'm getting my timeline mis- mixed <laughs> up with when that Legends came out then. Yeah, um, the, Legends was a part of the uh, end of Combiner Wars. So, like, mm-hmm. a year and a half ago, basically. Wow, okay. Um, yeah, but I will say it doesn't look like he transforms very much <laughs> at all. But then... <laughs> what gave fair, you that idea? Fair point. <laughs> but the, the robot mode itself does look, like, absolutely the best out of the lot in- at least in my opinion. It's actually kind of funny. Shockwave seems to have taken on uh, the the G1 Megatron thing of having the, the cannon over the right shoulder. Yeah. 
Uh, and yeah, so I, I, I do think like transformation wise, it's going to be pretty simple. But um, I also, I also quite like the fact that he's got those uh, power lines through his arms as well. Yes, if that, if that actually ends up as painted detail on the figure. I'll be quite impressed by that. Oh, and it looks like he's got him on the cannon as well. It does, yeah. So call back to like Fall of Cybertron and uh, Alex Milner. Well, so so Shockwave's sort of honeycomb design on the chest is also a bit of a callback to that, isn't it? And oh yeah, I mean Cyberverse itself does seem to have this uh, hexagonal hexagonal design through things as well. But uh, like you, you can cool. see it in the texture at the background. But yeah. Yeah, it's much more sharper edges than you usually see with G one style stuff. Yeah, and the way the way those legs are designed and molded, they look like I I reckon you'd be able to easily do a fan mode into a some sort of pistol with this. I reckon you would have stuff around. Yeah, probably. It's it wouldn't look look any worse. It would it wouldn't look any worse than an upside down submarine anyway. Yeah, like people made decent looking gun modes for the two most recent Megatrons. I doubt they won't be able to figure it out with this guy. Yeah. But uh, I mean on, on the big picture, it's nice to see a return of Shockwave. And also, you know, just looking at looking at the head design, like I do like the fact that it makes his eye look angry, but also in terms of detail, he does have a bit of paint detail on his uh, on his head as well, because mm. obviously he's got the uh, he's got the eye, and also he's got his fins in grey. Mm. Yeah, this is actually just a really nice looking figure. Just the general, really chunky aesthetic of it works mm-hmm. for a shock. Well, it depends on what sort of version of Shockwave, you know, you remember the most. But I I always think of him as like this big bulky bruiser. Type so, and this fits that bill really nicely. I can't yeah. wait to see what the character's going to be like in the cartoon. Indeed, uh, that'd be nice. And Shockwave come back to a TF cartoon as well. I'm mm. pretty sure that there's a uh, Starscream coming up in our future. There we go. With so, landing gear. With the land. Yes, yes. He's mm. he's two things to note about this. There is landing gear and a fake chest. <laughs> yeah. yeah, and robot kibble on oh. the top as well as the bottom. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, um, but his robot mode does look pretty good. It's kind of weird that um, kind of weird that they managed to make his arms blue but not his legs. Uh, unless someone yeah. forgot, unless someone forgot the CGI paint app, we will see. We have seen we have seen Swoop's chest go from red to blue, so we might see a color change on his legs before we uh, before we uh, finish this up. Um, yeah, so. Uh, I think that the, the moves a long way away from his um, original G one roots as a as a sort of an F fifteen jet. He's much more, he's a much more sort of generic, obviously, obviously robot in disguise version of a, a fighter jet. But I think that's okay given what we've seen in the rest of the line. Does it look to you guys at all like they're trying to go for sort of a bird type aesthetic, like with the <laughs> hip armor and the way a lot of the panels is? It almost looks like feathers. You know, you know what this guy looks like to me. He looks like Hasbro's designers actually just going, "Hey, if you guys didn't like the power of the Prime Starscream design, too bad. It's here to stay." <laughs> look, look, at, look at those wings and look at the patterns on those wings. It looks just like the stickers that people have complained so much about on the Voyager Starscream. I mean, the stickers where they covered up paint apps with stickers. Yeah. And he's got the chunky feet as well. He doesn't quite have the uh, the Popeye forearms but it's not far off 
Because they don't have to combine. Yeah. <laughs> but, that, but the one thing that I do like about, the one thing I do like about like the most, the more recent Starscream designs is actually his shoulders. I think, I think they've, they've, they've done his shoulders quite well. Like these are, these shoulders are somewhat similar to his RID ones and they're sort of the angular nature, the way they stick up and out. But also they've got these nice, they've got these nice lines that come from the shoulder down into the body. And I think they first started that with Combiner Wars. So mm. like, I, like I, I do like it. I appreciate the aesthetic of it. Yeah, I think it all draws back to that um, F11 design that Don Figueroa did like eight years ago now. So it just carried yeah, through yeah, various I, designs. I, I think I think that has been carried through some of the um, some of the designs. But I, I think when they <clears throat> I think when they made these guys leader class figures in Combiner Wars, it was when they really sort of set some of the designs of them in stone for you know sort of perhaps the next few years to come. <laughs> so we are so we are back at the beginning here with the uh, the scout class figures now um we've seen the ultimate ultimate the ultra class grimlock and scout class grimlock i reckon there'll be a warrior grimlock somewhere around as well um and yeah so in terms of big bots it's going to be megatron and prime there is going to be a big bumblebee but not in um not in ultimate class it'll be an ultra figure and yeah i, I don't mind the look of this little bumblebee as well hmm no, it should be a fun line. I'm just hoping that the, as you said, the prices are a little bit lower. I kind of, I, I, really hope that. I really hope that as well because I don't think they're they're not aiming at the same older collector market that they aim at for generation stuff. So yeah, we'll see. Yeah, I mean, yeah. If it is does turn out being nice and cheap, you know, be one of those things where you sort of just pass them through the supermarket and are able to pick something up and it's just a nice, quick and easy buy. Hmm. Maybe. Before Power of the Primes, which does appear to have a very limited lifespan to round out the uh, Prime Wars trilogy, before Power of the Primes does uh, pass beyond the veil, there is one big bot coming. Hmm. We haven't actually seen the <laughs> Power of the Primes Predaking, and we still haven't. But <laughs> this is possibly the best look that we've got at him yet because uh, there's a silhouette that appears to have been released through some sort of retail distribution channel. We are looking at the little toy company, uh, which is a, a, a retailer that a lot of people in our Facebook group do recommend. And we are looking at the we are looking at Predaking, which is a Voyager combiner. So similar to Devastator from a couple of years ago, this guy's very likely to be just as big and he's comprised of five Voyager scale characters. So those would, of course, be Dive Bomb, Headstrong, Razorclaw, Rampage, and Tantrum. Now, Little Toy Company is saying that he's expected in August or September 2018. That still might be precluded by someone like Big W releasing him at their mid-year toy sale. Yeah. And, of course... If this is uh, if this is from Hasbro's promotional material, they have stuck the wrong faction symbol behind Predaking. <laughs> <laughs> Makes sense. Now I think making that, a of that. So now I th I think this uh, I think this picture down here is just some comic art, but um, it doesn't it doesn't really look like it's going to be related to the um the, the actual toy. Warning: colors may vary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But even oh, with the silhouette, like this is only five figures, not six like Devastator. So that torso's got to do a lot more as a Voyager figure than what Devastator did. So 
That'll yeah, be but, like, but like, like the the main torso is like a lion like figure. So like, you know, obviously the rear legs will have the combiner ports in him, and you know, it won't be yeah. it won't be that complicated. Yeah, I, 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 think, I, think, I think if you remember with uh, with Hasbro's um, with Hasbro's Devastator and Combiner Wars, they said to us like, you know, sure the figures are Voyager size, but they're not necessarily Voyager complexity. They're they're yeah. a lot simpler, and yeah. so. I wouldn't be expecting I wouldn't be expecting this to push any boundaries in terms of complexity and engineering. Oh no, no, I don't expect it to be any any different to what Devastator was. Right. Yeah. And unfortunately, the way Power for Primes is shaping up, we most likely won't get the you know, more advanced Takara option this time around. Yeah. Well, that depends whether or not there's elbows to be had. Yeah. No, look. Yeah. Okay. If they all have elbows, then I'm okay. Let's put it that way. <laughs> You like your you like your Predacons to have elbows. Fair enough. So uh, this is this is currently up for pre order at one hundred and ninety five dollars, which sounds about right given the um given the price that we've seen for uh, other Titans class figures over the over the years. And uh, yeah, um, they will be uh, uh, as we said August or September twenty eighteen. Yeah, it's coming. Um, Another week, we might actually see it. Yeah, probably. Maybe, yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe there's. Uh, I mean, this might be one of the things that we'll see revealed this weekend. Obviously, there have been some figures. There've been some images go out like this one at the moment. Now, notably, we did see this mirrored onto TFW. I, th- I think it was TFW, and they took it down. So that's usually a sign that they've been tapped on the shoulder by Hasbro and told them to take take a, a, an image offline. I suspect the little toy company probably won't care. <laughs> <laughs> and, if, and of course, the image is out there now, and it's been married everywhere. Mm. Yeah. So the uh, Comic Con repaint, Chrome Wings. Look, it's going to be a Comic Con repaint that we can expect. No creativity, as per usual. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, I'll, look, I'll, I'll make a, I'll make a prediction for the uh, the Comic Con version. He'll come. He'll come with a sword. Because that is that is the one thing that is notably missing from this silhouette is a sword, right? Yeah, yeah, exactly. I, I mean, I, it won't be as bad as it was with Fortnite, but I would be so annoyed if they pulled this again. Like, also, also seeing in the future of next week's episode, perfect effect reveal, Predaking sword. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's funny because it's true, <laughs> <laughs> and it'll be the size of the figure too, just so you can pay fifty dollars for it. Just yeah, just in case. Uh, let, let's move on. There is, uh, we, like I said, Power of the Primes still has a little bit of life kicking around in it. Uh, we are seeing now. Now we have not been a fan of uh, we've not been a fan of Power of the Primes Starscream, but I think it's fair to say that Elite One, being a repaint of Starscream, seems to be faring a lot better in fans' eyes now. Um, possibly because like she's not trying to ape a G1 figure that um, doesn't seem to doesn't seem at all suited to the mold. Yeah. This is a much less iconic design, so we're not having to mess with as much. Agreed. Um also uh, so where with Starscream Starscream we saw um like you know giant giant uh, forearms with this it actually looks like she's wearing armor. Mm. So yeah uh, the different coloring does a lot of work for this armor. It really does. Plus, um, plus you've got like, the expectation of Starscream of what he should look like, whereas this is sort of, yes, as cartoon designs, as comic designs, but to have a figure, um, like just that jet that jet mode 
I don't know anyone's going to actually put those stickers on it. If you do, good luck to you. But I think the red oh, set sort of sets them alone. The stickers come applied in the box, don't they? Yeah, that's oh, no. that's the main issue. They oh. have come pre-applied, so then yeah, some nice scuffing for you. Also, uh, since, since you were uh, luck with you and Nessie, since you called it out earlier, um, there was a landing gear on um, Subverse Starscream, and I, there doesn't appear to be a landing gear on the front of this, and so the nose has collapsed. Yeah, it's a Concorde. Um, it's point of landing gear anyway, but just make you go on the ground like you're playing, standing here. Yeah. yeah, and that is her combiner torso mode as well. Yeah, it's in, it's interesting. They're not really they're not really going out and going. Oh, you know the uh, Elite One's combiner thing is like an all female team or anything like that. But uh, yeah, and there we go. And there's a little bit more detail on the face sculpt as well. I think the thing that works in this figure's favor is that um, Elite One in RDW recently just start her designs being a lot more bulky depending on the artist. So mm. this actually works pretty well for her. It's a better looking torso in Victorian too. Uh, I guess, yeah. Sort of. <laughs> <laughs> um, now let's so let's just go over to the next tab as well. So we do have um, we do have some looks at, oh, uh, at hunger and uh, what combined form of abominus might look like. Obviously, he's not using the right limbs. Um, but there is also a combined look at Elite One as well, looking using again different uh, different limbs. Actually, Elite One doesn't really have a preset uh, set of limbs, does she? No, Elite One per box sign just had her with random stuff like Dreadwing and uh, Moonracer. So yeah. she's a Cyclonus. She's just a Scramble City torso. Yeah, just fill out the I line. I think so. Yes. Yeah, and so. So we are looking. Uh, so there's a, there's sort of a better look at you know what she'll look like with figures combined with her. And is it just me or does do the colours on her make the torso mode look even girthier than the Starscream version? I think I, no. I think it is a. I think it is a girthy torso. Like if you go back to that there, like yeah, that's um that's yeah pretty big. It almost looks like the wings are meant to be folded another way or something. Yeah, it just seems incomplete. Like with Starscream, you immediately get that connection of this is emerging the movie design, whereas with Elite One, it just kind of looks like a mess. Well, she got the holes in the wings, but... Yeah. Um, I got to say, I'm not really a fan of the combined look here either. Like, And they've, got, they've gone back to the stupid... Um, little feet for them as well. Uh, yeah, I mean, I think those, those feet can pose. They're just way too small. Oh, I, actually, you know what? They haven't actually gone back to little feet necessarily at all. We don't really know because um, there's, there's no limbs. So where, wherever you find feet, use them. I wonder if there's any plans for box sets from Takara at all. Where this is going to be well, a leader maxima or something, and like have... if, they, if they were going to do that, then you would think they would do it for the the um, Dinobots, and they appear to not be doing it for the Dinobots. No, it seems like Takara's really just mm. scaling back their stuff right now. So at least, yeah, you know, maybe we'll see something at Wonderfest. Yeah, you know, Takara might be scaling back their uh, stuff and waiting for an acquisition by Hasbro. Yeah. I mean. On the bright side, that abominous torso looks basically perfect. 
Yeah, the 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 hunger torso mode for Abominus does look really good, and um, it, I mean, ultimately, he's a retool of Silverbolt. But I mean, it, it looks like a G one toy. It does. It's just the yeah. colors and the shapes, like that specific sort of curvature to it, just looks so nice. I could again very much do about stick stickers. it up as well. Yeah. Yeah. Also, one thing we did. Bring up with uh, whatever his face was last week, he rub sign on the hip here as well. Correct. Yeah. It, is, it looks like he's got different style of stickers for either shoulder. So. That's a lot of, yeah, that's a lot of uh, faction symbols on him. <laughs> Just in case you're not sure which side he's on. Before he blows you in the face. Mm-hmm. Yes, that um, was probably really awkwardly phrased, but yes. Blows you away. <laughs> Shoots you in the face. Thank you. <laughs> I apologise. Uh, yeah. Look, um, it's just figures- like the um, those other those other the Dreadwind and the, the like those other um, jet planes we got. Just real vibrant colours. Um, the purples, the whites, the, the teals. Yeah, um, and yeah, I, I think that's what I think that's why. Like, obviously, we're looking at Combiner Wars Vortex on the uh, left arm there, and like, I think that's why that works so well because um, the colors all the colors are all sort of a bit gaudy, but they match up. Mm. And then the uh, the Combaticons is the legs is just a le- and a bit boring. We'll we'll look look up. So yeah, um, look, we're we're going to see more of these over the next few weeks, maybe this weekend. We'll, we'll see. There <laughs> we go. Um, let's move on, shall we? Mm-hmm. So we have been talking about the forthcoming studio series uh, for a few weeks now, and uh, we are looking at the we are looking at the first deluxe class figure from Wave One, which is uh, Bumblebee. And now, um, Brad, you said here that he seems to be a, a remold of the last night deluxe Bieber in his uh, nineteen seventy nine Camaro 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 whatever design. Um, yeah. Um, not such a um, not such a car aficionado that I can pick that, but um, yeah, go for it. He's got a he's, there's a weapon below him in the box. This is this is quite a large box for a deluxe scale figure. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so sort of waste of space. It's probably going to drive up a price you, point just like we got you, with movie five. Yeah. No, noting also that these are co-branded boxes as well. It's a Karatomi and Hasbro both featuring. On it, we we did point this out previously. On the back of the box, um, we uh, so the, well on the back of the box, we do actually get a hint as to why this why the box is so big because he the, the, even despite being just the deluxe scale figure, there is the backdrop included for photographic and oh, collection display purposes. So fair enough, yeah. You, know, you, you can pay a little bit extra for that piece of cardboard. That looks like the base as well. Yeah, so that's going to be the gimmick across the studio series: is their uh, base and backdrop. Yeah, yep, the, yep, the base and backdrop. Is the base going to be plastic or is it going to just be a piece of cardboard? <laughs> It'll be a bit of cardboard, surely. Damn. Yeah. Hopefully, it, it actually support looks... beneath it so it doesn't just collapse under the weight of a figure. It actually, like, it does look like it might be plastic. Am I, am I just being a little bit too optimistic? Maybe. Uh, I'm just trying to read We'll something. find out come Toy Fair. Like, I suspect that this is going to be, like, the Studio Series full reveal is going to be the big reveal of this weekend so yeah i, well, I imagine right. we'll get a lot of info over the next couple of days 
Sounds like it, yes. Uh, also notable in terms of uh, logos, we have gone back to the older movie Transformers logo here. Mm. I get, yeah. Might be interesting to see if that changes. Like, because I know this is I reckon that, I reckon that will change according to the movie that the figure's been drawn from. Yeah, which hmm. would be a bit of a nice touch. Yeah. All right. So that is uh, that is the first of the the, the first of the movie uh, studio series figures. Um, let's move on to some masterpiece news. There's actually there's actually quite a bit of masterpiece news um, coming uh, coming out this week. First up, new repaint of a masterpiece figure, masterpiece seventeen plus Prowl. Now the plus is Takara's uh, designation that they they introduced. The, last year or maybe the year before for um redos of of masterpiece figures with animationally animationally correct uh anime style coloring now with prowl you can obviously see that the big uh the big change here is that he's got these really gorgeous really vivid blue windows in his um in his legs now and there's also that blue paint uh on the side of his uh on the side of his foot where the uh the sort of the rear rear window of the car is and of course the bright blue headlights as well mm. and i think he's i think his uh his eyes look like they might be a little bit lighter shade of blue as well yeah. and they, his gun is now white yeah other than that they added um paint to the uh, uh front bumper looks like they lightened up the thighs they gave Correct, him white yes. White uh, biceps, and they got rid of the highway police logos on doors. I was going to say those doors look a lot clean skinned. They, yeah, they well, they would if it's going to be the the cartoon accurate figure, right? Yeah, yeah. Can't. So I, I, I got to say, like, the more I see these uh, fourteen or the fourteen plus, the more I see the plus masterpiece figures, the better I think they look. Like, it's it's almost like. It's almost like they should have done these in the first place, and it's almost like it's almost like that's what they're doing with the masterpieces now, making them look a lot more cartoon accurate. And they're sort of just retroactively going through and correcting those mistakes in the earlier figures in the line. Yeah, if it's coming out now. That's the case. Yeah, I, I like. I don't expect to see a thirty-nine plus for Sunstreaker because that's already pretty accurate as it is. This guy, he does seem to have the most deviation out of all the plus figures, at least from what I can tell. Like he just look seems to be a lot more going on with Prowl and uh, than there was with uh, Sideswipe and Red Alert. Because He's, back I in the day, so. they actually made masterpiece figures with decent engineering and detail. Yeah. <laughs> By decent engineering, do you mean less engineering? I gotta say, if you put uh, if you put sideswipe next to Sunstreaker, it looks like less engineering to me. Yeah. Sideswipe <laughs> is a special cookie. Mm. So here's the next here's here's the question that this this sort of brings up, right? Are they gonna have to go back and redo the other the other plus figures and give them blue windows? Oh God, I, I, you'll find it's on the it's on the board, especially those seekers in that prime. <laughs> Well, so I, the, so yeah, are we going to see an anime correct version of Optimus Prime? Oh, well, almost I certainly. I predicted it was going to be forty, but well, let's go fifty. Yeah, <laughs> I, I've been. <laughs> I've been saying for you predicted Galvatron as well. Yeah, well, I've been yeah, saying for years now that they're going to make a new mold for Prime. But if this is what they're doing, then I imagine that is 
uh, much less on the table now. Has that MP10 mode not exploded after the 7-Up or whatever it was one? 7-Eleven? <laughs> um, so, honestly, I think it's more of the case that um, for figures that are, say, deluxe scaled, you're going you're gonna to notice mold degradation more than you will notice a larger figure like MP10. I guess like, it's also like, a matter of like, there's a lot more deluxe figures than there are masterpiece ones. Is yeah, like- yeah, also true. So yeah, um, there's so there's Prowl's alt mode there now. So like you said, much much cleaner than uh, the Highway Patrol that we uh, we saw from the the Japanese version, essentially for the masterpiece uh, line. Still one of the more gorgeous car modes in the masterpiece line. I, I really do appreciate these. And the Datsun mold is just fantastic. If you haven't got a version yeah. of it in your collection, you really, really need to. So even if it's this one, if you can't get a second hand of the others, but very true. Yeah, it's not it's nice that it's coming with the uh, shoulder cannons now as well. Yeah, uh, just yeah. like so it's like an empowered drivers, so you don't have to get an exclusive version to get the full suite of accessories. Correct. Yes. And uh, is this perhaps foreshadowing something? <laughs> Prime, you're next. Prime does look dead, doesn't he? Look at his eyes. There's nothing in them. Yeah, the colors just look so much more muted on him, like, especially when you look at the newer stuff. Like, do you reckon those eyes will get painted in when the Takara do that new one? Possibly. Yeah. Possibly. Like we, we've seen a lot of uh, we've seen a lot of customizers do a lot of work on um, on Prime in terms of the the face design and stuff. But, like, there's I, also fifty million knockoffs. Yeah, yeah, there's tons, there's tons of knockoffs of them, but like this to me really looks like they could definitely give him a, a more cartoon accurate um, coat of paint, right? And some of the mm. some of the shinier transparent parts, like the the yellow the yellow parts around his around his waist, like they probably need to be a little bit flatter on a on a cartoon accurate version. And of course, there's probably less to see in the chest area as well. Yeah, I imagine that. Um like having uh, blue windows would do an immense amount of his prime, like much more so than even Prowl. Blue cell-shaded windows. Yeah. No, <laughs> but even no, even, the, no. <laughs> even the just replacing the silver on him with um, or the grey with white, like the fires, the upper abs. Yeah. Just brighten everything up a little bit, you know, and I think it's going to make it fit in a lot more with the more recent stuff. Certainly the actual mould, both in terms of aesthetic and engineering, isn't really there with what our modern stuff is. But, you know, I think the colours could, you know, colours probably be on the table. Yeah. Now, the other thing, of course, is that... uh, So I I think we can agree that the, the, the plus version of Prowl looks pretty hot, right? Oh, absolutely. Hotter than hotter than any of the other plus designs that we've seen, but I think this really does throw the uh, throw the door open for them to redo any masterpiece as a plus version, and it would probably bring an improvement to it. Yeah, well, especially those older figures, you know, like uh, just more vibrant colors on Prime, Soundwave, uh, Grimlock as well. Mm-hmm. There's a whole bunch of room for them to just go back and revisit these. Absolutely. Well, yeah, pre pre MP10s, that's, yeah. that's a different story. But 
And they're constantly reissuing masterpieces as well. So I think instead of just doing a straight reissue from now on, they'll pretty much just be doing these plus versions. Well, it's a way for maybe, yeah, yeah. I mean, they they could have just reissued Prowl, but um, yeah, they're not. So yeah, yeah. I, 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 think, I think that's a fair call. The last few reissues they did were Megatron, Magnus, and Bumblebee, who are all from the U era, and uh, Nemesis Prime, who was never in a cartoon. So, mm. like, I imagine, and then this guy seems to be the ne- if this is the next reissue on the table, then. It would seem that yeah, this is what they'll go for if the press the precedent is there. Yeah. We do have a quick look at another forthcoming masterpiece. There is the box for MP40, the Target Master Hot Rodimus version. Um, so this is essentially MP28 Hot Rod. However, his color is based on his appearance in the Rebirth. And uh, the, we are getting, he, has, yeah, he is getting a Target Master, uh, which is actually a redeco of, you know, I didn't even realize that Hasbro's Masterpiece Rodim, or Ma- sorry, Hasbro's Masterpiece Rodimus Prime. Yes. The, fir- the first time I read this, I thought it said Optimus Prime. Uh, so, yes, Hasbro's Masterpiece Rodimus Prime did come with a Target Master. And so this brings that Target Master back into Takara's Masterpiece line officially. So, uh, yeah, you gotta you gotta think they've been planning to do this for quite some time, right? <laughs> Speaking yeah, of engineering, opportunity that presented itself because I don't think Rodimus Prime ever actually used the Target Master, but well, Hot Rod, so Hot did. Rod, Hot Rod did, right? But yeah, yeah I guess they included it with the Hasbro one because he technically was he had both, two nodes, right? Uh, also, yeah. the, the Hasbro, the Hasbro uh, Masterpiece Rodimus Prime didn't come with the trailer. No, the so Masterpiece was, one was, was Hot Rod. He was way more hot rod than yeah. hot rod than the Rodimus, right? But also, yeah. looking at the name, I can't tell whether he's hot rod or Rodimus because he's hot Rodimus. Yay! Yeah. I, I mean, like, you know, I don't know if I'd call him hot, but he's all right. But you know, hmm. um, yeah. Anyway, so look, we know this guy's coming. We know what he's going to be. He is essentially MP twenty eight with a new paint job and a Target Master thrown in to sweeten the deal. Who's buying it? I probably will. I probably won't. <laughs> just just make an MP28. Do, do you know why I'm going to buy it? Because I can't have MP40 missing in, in the, the collection, Well, right? yeah. And that's, oh, and that's, I feel so and bad that, for you. No, no, but that's why he's MP40 and not MP28T or something like yeah. that, right? But this it's, is just an anime color with a gun, like... So essentially, this is a plus version of MP28, yeah. right? With a gun. Yeah. So there we go. There's your, there's your <laughs> plus color re-release. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I feel like I should be more attracted to this because I've got Carrie in my MP setup now, whereas I was, and he was never, Rodimus Prime was never actually in the G1 comic, which is much more my speed. And whereas this guy absolutely was just, I don't know, it just doesn't hold so much appeal. Hmm. Uh, we are not done with Masterpieces yet. This is the last Masterpiece story for the uh, the show, I promise you. Uh, recently revealed MP34S Shadow Panther has gone up for pre-order at an unexpected place. Toys R Us Australia hmm. is, uh, is offering him for pre-order at $110, essentially, $109.93, whatever. Um, 
not clear whether or not that actually includes shipping or if you can go pick it up at a store. Does Toys R Us ever do pre-orders like this? I don't know, uh, but that price is uh, low. Yeah, that's, that's the thing. thing. I guess the reason we don't know if they ever do pre-orders like this is because no one ever buys from Toys R Us. Yeah. Because <laughs> usually their prices are horrendous. Well, yeah, just exactly. going back to Prowl, the Datsun's tracks, you're looking at about 125 at least. Um, let's, have, let's, have, let's have a look what happens if I press checkout. Oops, I may have just bought him. Do you want my zip pay? No, that's fine. <laughs> I, was, I always thought maybe there'll be like some, maybe Breakdown, there'll be some yeah. idea of... Uh, we'll go to, we'll go to your cart. Uh. I think the cart is... Okay. Oh, this is this is um, fantastic. Uh, <laughs> Roadblock. Watching, watching Jason try and muddle Welcome his way through the shopping channel. I'm trying to I'm trying to muddle my way through the shopping uh, part of Toys R Us without actually buying anything. So yeah, um, but yeah, so 110. dollars I'm not I'm not sure about shipping. Um, so ship, like shipping is probably like 10 bucks on top of it. So you know you're looking at 120 bucks for it. What was the retail price of Cheetle? Oh, I can't remember. Uh, I paid for it now. So um, they will be delivered in October <laughs> 2018 and. Yeah, look, there, there might well be free shipping on this. I'm, I'm really quite tempted to take the plunge, frankly. Oh, look, product features made of plastic. <laughs> they, um, oh, I don't want you Google Home. The, um, the price, one, 109. If you do, you know, it's 95 AUD at Toys R Us. <laughs> I don't think Toys R Us carried it, but at least okay. the standard retail seems to be that. Yeah. Well, um, that was, sorry, what was that for Cheetor, was it? Yeah, How which makes this seem not so bad. Hmm. Do, you reckon, do you reckon Hasbro might have been having a few words to Toys R Us about their pricing? <laughs> Maybe. Because but, you, you always say they just sit on shelves forever and then get... Yeah, uh, but, but let's, also, let's also remember that Toys R Us is not in a good way. Like, they are essentially in deep financial shit. <laughs> and Hasbro and Mattel are said to be sort of, you know, the, the main suppliers of most of their stock. So I wonder if Hasbro is taking a little bit more control over their uh, pricing. Yeah. I imagine, you know, Hasbro's, you know, Toys R Us is just going to listen and do just about anything that Hasbro says because yeah, of that probably. sheer amount of influence. So, um, yeah, look, I, I, I'm not sure that I've actually seen Shadow Panther go up for pre-order from anyone else, have you? No, I haven't seen it. Um, also, be, don't, go, don't go to the Afterpay option. You pay three cents more. <laughs> uh, well, you know what? That's what happens if you go for the convenience of four interest-free payments. Mm-hmm. Apparently not interest-free. <laughs> yeah, Shadow Panther's up um, at Toybot and he's... 95, so same as Cheetor. Yeah, fair enough. So, look, you know, if you do shop around, then there are, you know, probably some better options for them. And I would also wager that if you do buy from Toybot or one of the other one of the other retailers that we tend to like in the group, you will probably be getting a Hasbro Asia release with either the coin or whatever the little diecast figure that they pack in with him is. And Toys R Us has been well known to not pass these figures, uh, the coins on in the past. That was going to be my next question because with this, even with the MP40, we haven't seen any coin token. Well, um, so well, we just did, sort of got revealed we, at no, but we did some with Sun, point around release. We did with Sunstreaker. So, like, Sunstreaker is a very recent release that did come with a coin. 
I believe Cheetor came with a diecast figure, so I wouldn't be surprised if Shadow Panther comes with a diecast figure as well. But yeah, you never know. They're uh, really all over the place, aren't they? Uh, I actually think it might be more that they're doing diecast figures with Beast Wars. They did them with uh, like Grapple and Inferno, yeah, didn't yeah, they? Yeah, they did too, didn't they? Damn, yeah. I thought that would work, but it didn't. <laughs> it might be just, just no consistency. Yeah. That's why I was weird when I was saying, yeah, that um, Sunstreak come with a coin. I was like, I thought we moved on from yeah. this. Well, but, but uh, Megatron came with a coin as well. Yeah. <laughs> what are you doing? Ah, <laughs> uh, yeah. So anyway, um, so pre-orders from Toys R Us. If you are if you are interested, if not, there are other retailers. If you come and find our uh, find our buy sell trade group on Facebook, uh, you will find a few people offering Shadow Panther for pre-order. We got one more story, and it's going to be about third-party bots. No, we got two more stories. What, but they're both about third-party bots. <laughs> First of all, we got Magic Square Toys. Uh, they've got a uh, they've got a, a character coming out called Strongman. It was a Legend Scale G1 Huffer. These third-party third-party toy companies love their Legend Scale at the moment. And look, hats off to Hasbro. If Hasbro hadn't made some of the Legend Scale bots so good in recent years, there mm. wouldn't be any competition in this area. But uh, we are looking at a prototype of Huffer here. Um, uh, there's not really that much to say about him other than he looks like Huffer. What do you guys think? He looking? looks amazing. Like Magic Square, these guys just seem so promising, just doing tiny masterpieces. Mm. So they look just about perfect in both modes. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, let's make a Legends figure with frigging ankle tilts and an ab crunch. <laughs> you know, and just going all out on this, and it's amazing. Uh, like, sure, it's not the, the cleanest sculpt in the world, but... I think it's fine it's a, sculpt-wise. Yeah. Like, we're looking at a 3D-printed prototype. Yeah. It, I think that suit spray looks fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, it's just above and... I mean, like, we commonly thought of stuff like Iron Factory as, you know, the peak of Legend-scale stuff, but I think these guys may actually, you know, take the crown just because they seem to be doing so much more. I kind of feel it. I kind of feel that Iron Factory is, Iron Factory is very comic oriented with their designs. And like, I feel like while their, while their robot modes are, while their robot modes are quite good and quite articulated, I feel like their old modes tend to be a bit of a mess these days. They're just sort of like, oh, look, they've thrown a bunch of things together and it's a Cybertronian figure. Um, yeah. yeah. You look at stuff like, and occasionally they do have misses with stuff they like do. their Overlord and uh, their Fembots, you know. Whereas these guys, I haven't seen a single. Okay, well, actually, no, because they did that. They are doing that Power Master Prime that doesn't look all that great. <laughs> but uh, can we, can we just, for the most part, they look amazing. Because uh, I, I opened up these guys this week as well. Oh, and wow. so these are DX9's little mini seekers, and like, these guys look fantastic, and again, like they're not Iron Factory. They 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 do seem to have a lot cleaner bot mode, um, and yeah, like that. So that's that's obviously thrust and holding up there. They've also got a very different transformation than the uh, the G one figures as well. So that, and that that was quite welcome. I found. Um, I've also got Ramjet in front of me here. Yeah, Apart from having the larger 
larger representation of the character, why would you pay $250 for a masterpiece scale when they look fantastic as a G1 well, bot? A masterpiece, sure, I suppose. a masterpiece scale is very different than a, a legend scale. Yeah, yeah well, but even though I would say that at least the Iron Factory ones are legitimately better than the MP11 mold. Yeah, because that 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 sort of lends itself to that masterpiece doesn't no the cartoon doesn't do masterpiece justice because the cartoon is simplistic where the masterpiece has to be more to warrant the price. I'm not sure that's really the argument that's at stake, but sure. Yeah. Okay, well, all right. In, in <laughs> all right, some let's, cases, let's, let's like, go back to the story on the um on the uh, screen share, shall we? It's like they try to make him scale a bit with uh, hybrid style prime. Yeah, yeah. Look, look. If you're going for a sort of like a, a legends legend scale figure, then yeah, you know it's going to scale that way and scale that way as well. And they're doing mini bots, so yeah. I'm not going to lie, my uh, my masterpiece collection is in serious jeopardy at the moment. <laughs> it's because you hate it. I know. I don't hate it. Otherwise, it would be gone. You know, every time every time someone says masterpiece, it's like yeah. No, that's Sunstreaker. <laughs> <laughs> He doesn't have masterpieces. He has fans' toys. Mm, yeah, that's only Dinobots. <laughs> um, let, let's let's move on. We're not really sure when. Not really sure when he's uh, coming out, but we're looking forward to it. Let's see how they go. TF Evo mm. is making up for not shipping anything over the next three <laughs> weeks because of Chinese New Year by teasing some new figures. Now, um, TF Evo's uh, movie style Hot Rod, which you can see pictured down here has been kicking a few goals in the uh, collecting community and uh, it looks like they're planning to greatly expand their cast of characters over, and over how. the next few months like yeah and how now what are we what are we looking at in the background here there's there's so many silhouettes to choose from obviously in the very far background there's actually a devastator so it looks like we're going to get into the, the fallen devastator party revenge of the fallen devastator and it's, I think we have to actually call out just how appreciative we are of Max for not losing his shit at the mention of <laughs> Revenge of the Fallen. But, um, yeah, what, look, what I, else are uh, we looking at? I got my great right chat in the pre-show, so it's yeah. okay. Yeah, you did. <laughs> so what else are we looking moving, at? What, what are we going to get? Moving right to left, we've got a lockdown there. To, um, he's got his head cannon. There's a smaller bot between him, but the big one behind him seems to be um, Sentinel Prime from Dark of the Moon. Yeah, it's got those shoulders. Yeah. <laughs> then we got a prime behind, which is either AOE or last night prime. Yeah, it's when he's got a sword on his shoulder. Yeah, and yeah, well the torso looks a bit more like the uh I'm, I'm not entirely sure of that because the torso looks more like the original design, but then he has the sword as well. Yeah, and the little shoulder pad there, which is uh oh, yeah, okay. Under the arm of a Dark of the Moon Megatron, it appears, which yeah. we've been wanting one of those for a while. So, oh, dangerous waters here. <laughs> we already commented oh. two weeks ago when we had the hot wad, hot rod, hot wad wars that um, <laughs> how how much I didn't think this figure transform. Max, you've said that some reviews have come out and how much of a fantastic transformation it is. If they well, it's fantastic in one of the cheeves, it's not fantastic and it'll take you about half a day. Like this figure is <laughs> complex. Movie figures weren't complex enough as it is, but if they're lending that engineering design detail to 
other movie bots, some that we haven't got, some that uh, like lockdown. You've got Pure Kill and that come that's come out already. That um, there's already well acclaimed figures, and they're going to do their own version. This this design as well, which <laughs> begun the third party wars have again. We've moved into we've <laughs> totally. moved into movie bots. <laughs> For once, it's a third party trend, which is uh, going to get me. Mm. Despite not being a massive fan of the movies, I know a lot of other people feel the way in this way in that just the sheer amount of engineering in these figures is a massive draw. So I just want to just I've just been confirming if you've just seen me like holding up my phone, uh, I've just been confirming that the Chinese text on this does indeed say Happy New Year. <laughs> just in case there was <laughs> just in case there was something <laughs> hidden in there. <laughs> there you go. There was not. <laughs> also, I don't care about movie figures, so you, um, you guys have fun. Um, Wait, it says Happy Chinese New Year at the bottom too. <laughs> I just seen that. it does. It does <laughs> yes. Just in case people weren't smart enough to get out there, Google Translate. You know, these are supposed to scale with the NPM uh, line, as far as we know. Which that Devastator is going to be four foot tall. <laughs> don't maybe, I don't need. Look, I don't maybe need, that Devastator will be sold as individual parts. I don't need individual robot modes. I'm quite happy you're, with. You're going to get them. You're going to get them. They, don't. Really, they will not sell you a four-foot transformer. <laughs> you know, they might do, like, a box set and then... Because they had... Some of the constructor cons had more than one paint job, so maybe they'll do a box set with one paint job and then individual releases with another. Mm. Yeah, but I'm so talking like yeah, the Supreme I, As I just said, like, they're not going to sell you a four-foot transformer as he looks up on his shelf and looks at Jim Bowd Bruticus. <laughs> <laughs> They might. That box was a massive pain to move anywhere. Let's just be yeah. honest. But yeah, yeah. No, but just well, alt mode, alt mode, then transform into a limb. I don't need robot modes for each because that's not what the movies was. The movie he didn't have robot modes for true, the alt modes. Very but, true. They did right. They no, just had the was... robot modes running around while it was combined because was... Revenge of Fallen is a great movie. There was more than one. There was more than one set of constructor cons. Those constructor cons were not Devastator. Long haul and that that revived Megatron were not Devastator. But I digress. Hmm. Interesting argument. It's I, in the I, damn movie. What's the I, movie? I cannot. I, I, it. No, it, it, it's in the damn movie. It's. I don't, just don't think it's supposed to be. I don't think it's so much intentional as just Michael Bay forgetting things. Remember that time when G1 Megatron flew by swinging his mace in one arm, like four? <laughs> <laughs> I, actually, I actually do. <laughs> Let's not. Okay. I've got a really important question for you guys. Yes. Who bought new figures? We finished news. Who bought new figures? I've got a new figure. Go. I let Brad start because he's in the run sheet. This is the greatest movie figure released. <laughs> I'm looking forward to this. Uh, it's wheelie, isn't it? We uh, we are returning to 2009 with Revenge of the Fallen, <laughs> and we are going to go to a Devastator figure. This is Legends Overlord, which it's come just, with the. It's just as well that your lighting is shocking and we can't see. Oh, there, well, it's all right when you're on the screen because you'd love me. Um, I my overlord was damaged overload. I should say not overlord. Uh, was damaged uh, at the hip, which means I couldn't 
combine my Legends Devastator, which... Uh, That's we'll the talk only thing Legends... you want to do with a Legends Devastator. Yeah, we were talking before about Legends figures being great, and that Legends Devastator is... I still reckon it's a great figure, and um, yeah, that's one of the nicest figures from maybe all the movies. Just how much yeah. that little thing does. Who mm. thought? Who thought we would never get to say, get Max to say anything nice about Revenge of the Fallen? <laughs> I didn't say anything about Revenge of the Fallen. I said something nice about a Legends class figure from Revenge yep. of the Fallen. <laughs> it's Devastator. It's from Revenge of the Fallen. There is no backing out of it this. Does, You've it doesn't said have, it. No, it's okay. It doesn't have the iconic scrotum. Therefore, it's not Revenge of Fallen Devastator. <laughs> I'm not sure that's the word I would use to describe it, but looking <laughs> balls. Um, yeah, Roy Condesa down in Melbourne, he um, sent me a photo of some bots he just got looking for some prices, and I said, I really need that. I've been looking for one for years, and because no one wants to sell separate bots, <laughs> Um, I couldn't get it, so now I just need to find out where his limbs are and head. <laughs> They're in boxes somewhere. Oh, okay. Right. Yes. Good. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So, Brad, you have got the greatest movie figure ever released. <laughs> Max Max has obtained a figure that he was talking about obtaining a couple of weeks ago. Revenge yeah, so <laughs> I've been sort of another third-party masterpiece kick recently um, just because I've been really enjoying uh, the engineering of them. Um, and basically the latest in that quest is DX9's Shigua. Come again? Nothing. I don't know. <laughs> this is their take on a masterpiece Astro Train. And like, he's, he's probably the nicest DX9 figure. Uh, he's just about perfect. He's actually uh, one of their original releases, I think, isn't he? Mm. Yeah, he came out a couple of years ago, but he's held up really nicely. Like, he's a rock-solid figure. And despite being a triple changer, like uh, my experience with Gawalt was that you, you had to transform him a whole bunch of times to even get used to it, whereas with this guy just ran through it once of the instructions and then each subsequent time has been a breeze and it's just really fun to do because not only is it well built and holds together so you never feel like you're going to break anything, it's that it transforms in dedicated sections. So basically you've got arms, legs, torso, and wing pack. Uh, to transform him, you just basically splay all of those out, convert each piece individually, and then just fold it all back together and there's your other mode. And the individual motions for each of those sections are very minimalistic. Like the backpack uh, with the wings does basically nothing. Uh, the arms don't transform like at all between uh, the train and shuttle mode. Uh, the leg legs basically just unfold and you're done. So there's very little going on, but it, it's such a clever movement of mass that it manages to create three very different looking modes. Mm. Um, I feel I feel like DX9 is not one of the manufacturers that we expect super complex transformations from anyway. Yeah, DX, DX9, they did they threw me off a little bit with Joel, but then this guy showed me that, yeah, they do have these really intuitive processes. Mm. Um, How does he scale with the blitz wing? Uh, he's... But he's pretty much the same height, just a lot lankier. Yeah. Which yeah, I think he wouldn't works. be he wouldn't be as bulky. He wouldn't be as bulky, obviously, because you've got 
tanks compared to a train. But I mean, you, you do run into the issue of um, unique toys providers still being too small to scale with this guy and uh, Blitzwing. Yeah. But you know, I could sort of head cannon that a bit as just saying, "Oh, Octane's a scrawny one." Can't you just put Octane closer to the camera? I was going to say just <laughs> force perspective <laughs> it a bit. Yeah, <laughs> yeah maybe. Um, like there is one elephant in the room, and then that's sort of like this. He's got this plank underneath his neck, where this bit um, it does parts form. So to transform, you need to remove this plank. However, oh, yeah. I don't yeah. think it's that much of an issue because. The robot mode still looks fine and holds together super subtly. This plank doesn't factor into the shuttle mode at all. Guess and what? And the train mode still looks fine. Nobody cares about parts forming. <laughs> yeah, well, that only goes... That's just, just fills in the rear of the train, doesn't it? And they need somewhere to put it so it's stuck up the top there. Yeah, it feels like, right, that the figure, the figure feels complete without it. Mm. If anything, its existence is a detriment because it's just it feels like parts forming for sake of parts forming, where you don't actually need this piece. I mean, sure, yeah. it does improve the modes, but it's kind of unnecessary as well. You're gonna go to sell it one day, and someone's gonna ask, "Oh, has it got the bit there?" And you're gonna, "Oh, <laughs> that's uh, that's, I, I lost it." All right, that's <laughs> twenty dollars off. Yeah, because <laughs> right. that's I mean, the same. I, I would that's highly doubt me selling this thing. That's the same if he's gun slash landing gear as well, sort of just yeah. having that in the spots. Yeah. I mean, I wouldn't really consider that parts forming just because. Oh, no, it no, is no. Parts forming. Just, just a big accessory that comes with him that you might not have with him. Yeah. If it's... you go him in certain poses. Yeah, like it, it is there, but it's kind of unnecessary as well. Mm. Um, so, yeah, I really like this thing. Almost certainly my favorite DX9 release so far. Yeah. Uh, just been loving what these guys have been doing. Sounds good. I'm going to do one, I'm going to do one, uh, one, one thing. Like these aren't actually new to me, but I did open them up for the first time this week. So uh, um, I flashed a couple up earlier. Uh, the DX9 Seekers, these guys have amazingly, amazingly like cool G1 Seeker robot modes. Their alt modes are really good as well. And I also quite appreciate the uh, very tidy back on them as well. Like, look at that. So, um, like yeah. Folded paper. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. There's not, it is almost a little bit origami. Uh, there, there's actually like, there's three layers of wing um, folded yeah. up onto the back of him. And uh, you cannot tell in robot mode. He looks fantastic. So, yeah, um, ultimately, I'm really happy with these DX9 seekers. I've, I've had them for had them for a couple of months now, um, and uh, yeah, uh, I would I would recommend them recommend them quite a lot. If you can get them at a good price, then yeah. There's uh, there's one thing that people might not appreciate about them that is the little platform. You can see that the head is on there. If I oh, try yeah. and get try and get yeah. some focus there. Um, it's not too bad. <laughs> it's all right when you like that. It's all right. Yeah, yeah, yeah it's like, like this. Yeah. It's fine like this. Um, less so like that. But like, you, you actually like your your eye is looking at the the general shape of it, and you don't yeah. notice until someone actually points it out to you. Right? Put it on the top shelf. So you look yeah, up yeah, at put them. Him, yeah, put them, put them, yeah, put them up like that. Yeah. Are they um, a, are they a, are they a free pack or are they individual buy? 
They are three packs. There's uh, so that's Starscream. There's uh, Thundercracker with a nice sort of light blue, nice light blue color for him. And I've just dropped that. That head and block definitely blends in, being the same color there too. Thundercracker. It does. It even yeah. sort of more so yeah, with Skywalker yeah. as well. Oh yeah. And so you saw you saw the cone heads earlier as well. So the cone heads benefit more from the the uh, cone head design. Uh, because they don't have to, they don't have to have that uh, that block, and their head is actually a little bit further forward than uh, than it is on the other seekers. But um, they are they are a fantastic they are a fantastic group. You can you buy the uh, the original the core seekers in one set and the cone heads in another. Really, really fond of them. They they, they look fantastic. So yeah, very happy with them. And that is about it for um any new stuff for me hopefully i'll have hopefully i'll have some more in the next few weeks we'll see awesome nice that is the end of the show thank you for listening everyone if you are watching the live recording i'm not sure if anyone is because it is late on a friday night thanks for checking us out sometimes there are a few people in the group who do watch the live record because we do get a few comments on uh, stuff that we've said uh, if you want to find out more about these stories, there are links in the show notes. Uh, they're posted to the week. They're, yeah, yeah, they're posted to the Transformers Weekly Facebook page and the Podbean site. You'll find us at transformersweekly.podbean.com, Australian Transformers Weekly on Facebook, and of course, all three of us are in Transformers Collectors Club Australia. If you're listening and you're not already subscribed, please do sign up on iTunes because uh, every subscription counts. You will also find the uh, companion show aimed at younger listeners for um, Transformers Legends. You'll find that at tflpod.podbean.com and on the TCCA YouTube channel. We are a production of Collect... Yeah, I'm all over the place tonight. We are a production of Transformers Collectors Club Australia. We are a registered club and incorporated in Victoria. TCCA is run by volunteers who donate their time and money to make the club and the world better for everyone our goal is to connect transformers fans around the country and we do it by engaging the collecting community just like this uh you can find out more information and sign up for membership for just five dollars a year as a starting point at transformerscca.com thank you for listening and we'll be back with more transformers news next week however uh i will be disappearing for a couple of weeks because i am off on a Working holiday. I'm going to Barcelona. But skipping uh, out on this for toy fan news. Yes, yes. Uh, well, look, I'm I'm sure you can handle it. Um, <laughs> I'm sure we talked about most of what we're going to see tonight, anyway. <laughs> very likely. Um, while in Barcelona last year, I did discover a cache of uh, Combiner Wars Breakneck figures. I will be returning to that store to see what I can see this year. We'll see how I go. Clearance sale. <laughs> nah, it's a comic store. They don't have clearance. Oh, okay. <laughs> um, yeah. So uh, yeah, you might have a you might have a, a little bit um, a little bit less Jason for a couple of weeks, but uh, I'll be back. <laughs> and a little bit more me. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Bye bye. And uh, yeah, catch you later. See you guys. Catch you later.
I was my I was oh there we go there's a pop up notification <laughs> and there's another one all right it's all right I think I might just uh, you can edit this part out where I go and um, kill that where's your wallet yes <laughs> um, cool you're not going to edit that part out eh? <laughs> it's all part of the authenticity of it. Show's going to be long enough without it. It really is. So, look, my okay, okay.